Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed. Their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Spelt Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara, and with me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hello. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Hello. Playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Hello. <laughs> when last we left... Oh. What? No, I just <laughs> immediately belched in my Yeah, I also burped at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Brought to you by Bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bubbly. If anybody has any pull with bubs. Yeah. Or Michael Bublé, who is their spokesperson. Oh, yeah, Mikey Bubs. Yeah. Mikey Bubby, we are accepting sponsors. We are accepting sponsors? Uh, I will make Bubbly a central tenant of the world of spout lore if you give us money and Bubbly. Yeah. <laughs> I did it all for the Bubbly. What? what? Bubbly. What? What? Bubbly. What? I imagine that if we ever did that in like season six, like we'd all just be sitting around a fire eating and then Perel would just be like, did I ever tell you guys my last name? Bubbly. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Perel Bubbly. (laughs) Mr. Bubbly to you. Anyway, pass some of that delicious flavored soda water. (laughs) Carbonation. It's the famous invention of my family. It's all through just Perel. He becomes the sponsored character. And he's like, what do you guys think of my shirt? I got it from the Gap. It's a hole in the ground over there. Fuck, that'd be so funny. <laughs> we get all our clothes from the Gap. It's a big hole where we found a bunch of old clothes. <laughs> Just dig around in there, find what you need. The factories where they make these clothes have dismal... <laughs> they actually have wonderful adults getting paid a lot. That's <laughs> the opposite. Yeah. Because it's fantasy. It's elves that make the clothes that we That's It's an enchanted gap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) An enchanted hole in the ground. And they are paid nothing. Okay. (laughs) When last we left our heroes, they had made a deal with Laugh on Mike. (laughs) That's better. (laughs) But I'm laughing at my own joke. It doesn't count. (laughs) Yeah, it does. You've got goosebumps. Uh, It's so funny. (laughs) You laugh at your own jokes all the time. Yeah, because I'm fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I second that. Uh, when last we left our heroes, they had made a deal with the Crystal Bay Pirates to smuggle Allison out of Crystal Bay in exchange for returning their vessel, the Aimless Wanderer, and crates full of high-quality cosmetics that had been confiscated by Crystal Bay Militia's customs officials. And that is where we left our heroes. They were returning to the Emerald Hotel and Spa, I believe, to make a plan and maybe get some rest. Yeah. All right. And that is where we find you now. In your palatial penthouse suite with adjacent rooms, Perel and Mears have come with you and you're all just kind of hanging out. Allison is nowhere to be seen. Yeah. We we have asked like room service to bring up a map of the city. So that's spread out on the table. Mm-hmm. Billy actually made a small fort of the blankets and he's using his goggles to look at the ship out in the water. <laughs> cool. yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Because that was the last thing that everybody saw was a ship that Tuck recognized as bearing the insignia of the light guard coming into harbor. What yeah. does the insignia look like? 
Uh, it's a torch with like a flame on it, and it's in like a little circle. With a sword behind it. Yeah. That's basically exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking a sword, the blade facing down, and the pommel is a torch. Oh, oh so good. I so love that more than what I said. That's wow. pretty much what you said. <laughs> it's what you said. We all said Whoa. stuff. They're all jerking each other off now. <laughs> we were. All three of us are just jerking each other off because we're so good at fantasy. <laughs> that was Sean coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just I'll, scream fantasy. Yeah, that is how I usually uh, finish. Um, <laughs> Jessica is nodding with a smile <laughs> on her face. Yeah. That is a grimace. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's a it was a big billowy, uh, I believe what is called a jib sail mm. on the front of the ship with a big brass insignia. It's like one color, the bra- a brass sword with a stylized torch on the pommel. Cool. And Billy's staring out the window. Oh, are you discerning realities, Bilbo? I sure am. Sir, all right. I was gonna say Bilbo, but I'm Bilbo. <laughs> oh, Damn. and I never remember what I use. Is uh, it intelligence? It is wisdom for uh, discern realities. Eleven. Fuck me. Pretty so good. You, you get three questions from the discern realities list. What happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or value to me? Who's really in control here? What here is not what it appears to be? I guess like what is useful or valuable to me. Mm-hmm. I guess you get a really good look at the people on the ship. What do they look like? This is part of the question. Yeah. It's not a second question. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so they are all, would, Is it? do we think it's safe to say that they all look like they're from McCall? Yeah. They all have the same kind of dark skin that Tuck does. Yeah. Uh, it's a mixture of men and women, big and tall. Uh, I mean, small. <laughs> Big and tall menswear store. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of guys over six and a half feet and over 250 pounds. Oh my and goodness. Tailored clothes just for them. Here I thought uh, Tuck was just an anomaly. Nope. They're all. No. Nope. Is everyone big? Uh, okay. Well, no, actually, I think you did mention that you're just really big. I'm huge. I mean, maybe there's one. Like, oh, yeah. There's one, one guy? other person on the crew that's huge. <gasps> what? What if it's like the kid that bullied me? <gasps> yes. <laughs> What's oh, okay. his name? But, uh, what was his name? Probably Adam. Or yeah, let's call him Fatum. <laughs> Fat Adam. Oh yeah. man. But he was like really strong. Like, he was huge, but so strong. Yeah. He bullied the shit out and of me. And now he's clearly like been cut. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like he's... by a lot of swords. Yeah, and the gym. <laughs> yeah, he's like gigantic. He's maybe not quite as tall as Tuck, but he's. Hugely muscular. Oh my god, Tuck, come here and check this out. And I, I run up and I like take Billy's hands yeah. and I put them on my face. Wow, you can actually see. Have we decided? Yeah, Billy, that you guys can look through Billy's hands. Bi- yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy wants him to. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see. We did it in Pinewood once. Yeah, totally. Okay, yeah. so you guys see like there's a lot of people on the ship because ship crews require a ton of people. What's sort of the clothing that we think they're wearing? Are they all wearing White. a uniform? White. I think so. A light like guard. A like oh, I imagine yeah. everything very like. I mean, it's white. Yeah. Yeah. And, and lawful. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. they're like lawful good. Oh, yeah. No, they see themselves as like heroes. Oh, yeah. They try and hold themselves to high honor, but they're just very hard line about demons. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They're like, no demons. Plus, they come from McCall, which is hot. So like, you know, white. Oh, yeah. Flex flowing. Heat yeah, yeah, yeah. It's flowing. Yeah. Cool. So it's a lot of white linens. Yeah. But there are also sandals. people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sandals. That this... strap up the leg. Yeah. Yeah. The scribe, the one you can tell which ones are warriors and which ones are scribes because the scribes are wearing like tunics because they don't have to run, mm-hmm. uh, and then the warriors are wearing skirts. like 
Yeah, skirts like with that, like so basically the tunic, but it's like slit down the middle. Oh yeah. Uh, so like it gives them like mobility. Do they wear armor at all? No, no armor because they believe that the Lord of the Flame protects them. Some of them have arm guards. Yeah. Yeah, just a, like a, a little arm guard. Yeah, yeah, and I'd say that's probably like a brass color. Like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff they they have is sort of this burnished brass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no, Fathom. I guess my second question is. I think that's Fathom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the fuck no. is Fathom doing here? Yeah, who's what he? He, <laughs> he used to make me eat shit. A what? <laughs> oh my god! He's got so big. It's okay. We'll protect you. And he has this really like so he's clean shaven, but he's got a huge like lantern jaw. He's got hair braided from the center of his forehead all the way down the back, and he's got this weird ponytail, like as a faux hawk, kind, kind of, of. Two, oh my like god. a rat tail, yeah, cornrows into a rat tail, but a single row. Whoa. Yeah, so it's just down the center of his head. Oh my god! Yeah, he's so much bigger than he used to be. Talk. <laughs> so are you, buddy? And you got friends. You got us. Yeah, the power okay. of friendship. Okay. Yeah, don't okay. worry. We're here for you. Okay. And I take the axe off my back. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I just sit with it. thing looks at Billy and is like, Jesus fucking Christ, that guy's fucking huge. <laughs> We're fucked if he starts fucking with us. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry for cursing, Billy. Don't use bad language. I won't, but... Uh, practice what I preach. Actually, so, to be honest, I don't... The other side of the room. Are you just like talking to I'm like... talking to Larry Terry and Jack. TLC, yeah. I'm telling them all the things that fatum did to me oh, yeah. man. Well, you guys are having this conversation <laughs> to be honest i don't really have a plan for what we're gonna do about fatum but um, <laughs> it's good to know now yeah actually so yeah that is that is what is useful or valuable is you get a good look at the people on the ship but you also know there is someone that will recognize tuck mm-hmm. yeah um my uh, i'd also like to know uh what is about to happen hmm So they're going to hit the harbor and they're going to start figuring out what the situation is. Um, maybe Tuck would have an idea or he'd at least have heard stories about how the light guard operate. They always send scouts at first. Oh. So do you think these are the scouts? They like No, no, no. Like off the ship. Like how big is the ship? It's huge, it's right? Huge. It's like a galleon. It would have traveled across the Sea of Graves. What Tuck thinks is that, yeah, like this is like the force. This is, And like the scouts are going to come in mm-hmm. and like start interviewing people and like showing pictures around trying to track down Allison and like like getting ready for the extermination and then it's just like a strike force where like all of the warriors come in like destroy everyone and then like leave all of a sudden Holy mm-hmm. fuck. they're not gonna kill everyone yeah. just the people that they're like we've identified these individuals are demons that's why there are scribes with them mm-hmm. there are scribes and there are also judges on the ship who like take the information from the scouts and then are like okay from what you've told me this is uh these people are demons these people aren't and then they just there's like a kill list Mm -hmm. and it's like go get go find them holy shit yeah um what here is not what it appears to be this is this is another one that tuck notices like he takes another look in the hand in billy's hand goggles and looks and you look closer at the ship and you're like hold on a second and you notice like the way that that the lanterns are laid out like the way that the because they have open braziers like just burning fire like on the deck there's a very strong fire motif of course to the <laughs> to the light guard because it's the, so dangerous the church of the flame really reveres fire as they see it as like a balance between light and dark it's bright but it also creates shadow but always mm. in perfect balance so cool sort of thing 
uh, but you realize like the way this ship looks, it's very ostentatious. And you look and you see the name of the ship written in McCollin, like along the bow. And it's called the Purifier. Whoa. And you're like, oh, fuck me. Like, this is like the flagship. This is the flagship of the most revered hero in the Light Guard, the Torch of McCall. Whoa. What is a story that you've heard of the Torch of McCall? Uh, I heard he was dating the (laughs) the Grand Vizier's daughter. Whoa. Yeah, that was like in all the tabloids, like right before I left. That's the story? (laughs) And there was like, (laughs) there was a drawing circulating of him naked, and his dick was huge. It was nuts. It was like the size, it was down to his knee. Oh my God. I am am asking an Outlander question, and I demand that you give me a better answer. (laughs) (laughs) Or you will not get the experience. Okay. I'm just. Giving it a little bit of flavor. Oh, totally. Yeah, no. He's he's had a, a long and storied love life. Yeah. And a huge flash of dong. Yeah. <laughs> flash it. What did I say? He said flash it. That's what yeah. I meant. That's his that's his real first name. His given first name is Flashid. <laughs> Fla- yeah, Flashid. Flashid. <laughs> Flashid. What's the story that you've heard of the Torch of McCall? Um the the story that I heard was that he also grew up on the streets of McCall. And he came from, like, one of the poor districts. And when he was a kid, there was an outbreak of this, like, disease that is from the outer dark in one of the, like, poorer neighborhoods. And so they quarantined it. And the disease has, like, a one-week kind of, like, period of time where it acts. And then, like, after that, they open the city back up and they just pull all the dead out. And everyone dies. Like, it rips through everyone. Everyone turns into demons and then... Like, their metabolism can't handle it, and then it burns them out. So when they went back in, he was the only one still alive. Mm. So that was, everyone was like, he's chosen. Uh, Uh, And he, the story is that he had to kill his own family to survive. Damn. Yeah. So he's got a reputation as like a no-nonsense, does-what-needs-to-be-done sort of warrior. Yeah. Cool. And he's like... Really hot. <laughs> he's probably older now. Oh, like, actually, better. well, no, I mean, like, but he's so he's got like, a, so actually, maybe he you see him come out onto the deck, yeah, while you're watching through the hands, and he's this very tall, very like straight backed, maybe man in his like, he's probably in his fifties or sixties now, almost. Oh, yeah. So you see him come out on deck, and he's just wearing like the simple like white robe of like the scribes, which you think is unusual, mm-hmm. uh, but and he's got this, uh. <laughs> Would he have a goatee, maybe? Just uh, like a like a well sculpted kind of long, but just not full on the sides. Yeah. But this like black streaked through with gray, and then long gray like curled hair mm-hmm. like that sits at his shoulders, and he's just walking around on the deck. He's shredded. Oh yeah. Where he's, it's like you could see his abs through his tunic, which is not makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So you see him come out onto the deck and sort of watch the crew working, and part of you's like, oh my god, that's the torch of McCall. <laughs> Yeah, and the the shot shifts to a faraway shot of the hotel, and you can hear Tuck scream from that away. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I picture him jumping up, and yeah. like Billy's yeah. dangling. <laughs> and he's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> he 
stands up. I never yeah. even thought about that. But Tuck's standing in the window using Billy's hands as a binocular. Billy's just hey. squeaked up against the yeah. window, like squished. His yeah. little tummy's squished. Oh my god. <laughs> Billy's just being smeared and yeah. crushed against the window. He's like, oh, wow, this must be a big deal. We're so fucked. <laughs> oh, my God. We're so fucked. And it's awesome. <laughs> this guy once, he killed six basilisks in a night alone. Whoa. Yeah. Did you see? You didn't see it? No, these are just stories. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Basilisks are endangered species. <laughs> says. Because of the torch of McCall. <laughs> What's a basilisk like in this world? Hmm? Uh, it's a huge fucking snake yeah okay yeah it's a big ass snake (laughs) yeah do they do the stone thing where they turn people to stone they turn them into it can be stone but it can be other hard materials like quartz or opal gold uh depends on the place of origin of the basket exactly okay Uh, there have been you know like ice even i was thinking ice yeah Ooh, daddy like there's basilisks exist everywhere but the subspecies are are dwindling yeah numerous but the amounts of them are dwindling they're deadly but the reproductive cycle is so long Mm. if you kill one it really affects the population like pandas and the (laughs) yeah and the basilisk can the female can only give birth once to one offspring Mm. wow uh i realize like just dooms them to extinction anyway <laughs> yeah probably, you probably. you will never get more basilisks than you have in the world but the reason for that is because they didn't evolve in this part of the world oh, like, yeah. you're, like they're from the outer dark oh yeah. okay so you end up with more slipping into mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. through the cracks and the broken shores okay cool yeah man i really like basilisks now that's cool as hell uh great yeah and so that is what you know the light guard has arrived. You kind of know what their next steps are going to be. You know that the torch of McCall is here, which Tuck, you would guess, means that this is maybe even bigger than you initially thought. Because mm-hmm. if he came all the way here, there's got to be a reason. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's just, you know, in the twilight of his career. Yeah, going to Crystal Bay. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'll take a milk run, yeah. head out Check to the that. resort town. Coronet. It's in yeah. town. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it is. What's your plan now? We need to find Allison quick. We do. But we do have to make a plan to how to get the ship, right? Yeah, okay. We, probably <laughs> we at least need to find out where it is. Uh-huh. Well, how about this? Let's talk about the plan right now. Okay. Like, make it pretty simple, like we usually do. All right. So, Billy goes and stands over the map, and he's like, this is a, this is a map. And this is the ocean part. <laughs> he's so, pointing at land. Yeah. And he's like, so the ship probably goes just over here. Moves his okay. finger onto <laughs> over there? Okay. You're doing a great job, Ben. Thank you. Um, And they got trapped. And, uh, <laughs> and we got to get back out. <laughs> I like right, guys. that Billy is at the absolute <laughs> limit of his ability to bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Um, she did mention that it's not so much impounded as it was like confiscated by the militia, like the customs. Uh-huh. So it's probably just in the docks. Okay. And it's probably got guards on it. Okay. Let's go ask the front desk clerk where the customs is. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Perel, are you coming or are you staying? I'll stay up here. Do you, do you, is there anything that you imagine you might need me for? Can you find Allison and try and get her back to the hotel? Tell her that the light guard is here. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Can do. Can do. 
I'll see you later. And he, he heads out. Is Mir's going with him or he's staying with us? Uh I'm gonna stay here. I'll 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 be like base camp. I see that Mears had a book and I'm like, I think he's looking at Burgum berries. <laughs> I just have some ideas that I think I'd like to work out. Mears is not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Billy says yeah. this from the bathroom. <laughs> oh, I think that was the last one, you guys. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> Uh yeah, so so you head down to the front desk. Yeah, and we we're just like, where's where's customs? Oh, like the customs office. Yeah. Uh, you will find that on the edge of Pier Forty Nine. Pier Forty Nine. You can go check out Pier Forty Nine. There's a little office right there at the end, and that'll be the customs house. All right, cool. Do they sell churros? Uh, I'm sure you can find one on the way. All right. <laughs> okay. And you head through the center of town. So there is the stage, the Dassam Creek Theater Society stage, and uh, you see some people standing around for like a late night show, although I guess they're all late night shows because it's been sunset for so long. But there seems to be another show going on right now. Mm-hmm. Oh. People are pretty excited about it. We stop for a second. Yeah. Can we watch this for a sec? I mean, I think we should probably keep going, but like oh. we can watch like two minutes of it. Yeah. Okay. Two minutes just tops. In, just until the commercial break. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, here's the thing, is you start watching the show, and you're like, hmm, this doesn't even seem like it's the same play. Like, this seems like it's a different story altogether. You see a person on another person's shoulders, and one of them's, like, holding an axe. Like, the person on the top's holding an axe, and there's a little halfling who's, like, older than Billy, but is like, got the cape on and has two knives, and there's a bunch of people dressed as, like, Crystal Bay pirates. And they're sort of like scrapping it out on deck. It's a big fight scene. Oh. And it looks like it's going against all of the, uh, the the axe person and the halfling and this other person that's like got a bunch of furs in a cape over them. <laughs> wow. I lean over. And I'm like, that axe person looks like he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> and I'm so scared. I'm like, I have no idea how this is going to turn out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the person in the cape goes like, and they throw the cape off and they have like two sticks with like cloth attached to them. <laughs> oh my God, what a freak. <laughs> oh my God. And there's a big painting of like a monster, like a huge, huge, like furry creature with wings and antlers and claws. And he's like, yeah, right. <laughs> and you hear the piercing going. I did not like, see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> and all the people in the pirate costumes go. Ah! And they all run off stage. And then the person dressed as the halfling whips a knife at one of them and it bops them on the head you see it's made out of like balsa wood and the person falls down and they go hooray and the crowd goes yeah oh my god we're all clapping yeah and the people bow and the person drops the monster cape and they all bow and the person on the bottom of the two stack people with the axe is like as they bow (laughs) you can see like massive ab muscles flexing as they try to keep the person on top of them on when they uh, bow, there's somebody standing behind me. Brought to you by Bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> no calories, no sweeteners, just smiles. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, and Jaunter comes out as the people bow off, and they're like, thank you, thank you. Thank you for joining us for the premiere of our brand new play, The Heroes of Tomorrow. We're very excited to bring you this story, and we hope that you'll, you'll join us for episode two tomorrow. Thank you very much. Have a great night. People are like, woo! Hell yeah! What time is your play? It's at 6 p.m. Like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens next. 
Let's go to the customs house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiots. I love it. Uh, yeah. And so you head down to the customs house. Uh, and you realize that, that, yeah, so as you're passing through various parts of the town, the seems like the party's kind of picking up. There's more and more people, it seems, arriving to Crystal Bay as time goes on. There's more bands striking up. There's a lot more booths and stands, people selling goods and services and souvenirs and all that. Is there a pizza cone shop? I'm kind of peckish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a place that just makes bread bowls full of like a tomato stew. I'll grab one of those. All right, yeah. yeah. One coin. Okay. Ving, money. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> Sorry, Bubby. Uh, I'm looking at the counter at the, at really the food one? cart. You want a pizza cone? Yeah. All um, right. What else do you have? Uh, we have a beef stew cone. We have a Ooh. noodle cone. We have chicken churros. Chicken churro cone. Okay. Uh, basically, any food that you want in a cone. I will take and I will put in a cone. Wait, what's this thing? I pointed at a sign that says ice cream cone. <laughs> oh, that's like, a, I've never seen this before. <laughs> oh, you're going to be excited. That's a prototype that I've been working on. So you take a bunch of you take a bunch of milk from whatever animal you can find it. You throw a bunch of ice cubes in there. Yeah, let them sit for a little bit, and you just throw them in a bread bowl. Oh, takes some time to get used to, but oh, once you do, never going back. Okay, oh. can I have four of those. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Billy, maybe just start with one. All yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be four corns, I guess. Thing, please. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we are fucking terrible at setting boundaries with our kid. <laughs> there's no sugar in these, is there? Oh, there's a lot of sugar. <laughs> oh, there's almost uh, 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 an advisable amount of sugar, but it's the only thing that makes the uh, the ice uh, palatable. We'll have two salad cones too, please. Okay. Just get some roughage. I mean, the roughage is also covered in a lot of sugar. Oh. <laughs> Wait, is there sugar in the pizza cone? I hold up the pizza cone. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Okay, whatever. Lots of sugar. Fuck. Food cart food sucks. <laughs> I got a good connection with a sugar guy. I gotta put it somewhere. I got too much sugar. My wife was like, "You gotta get some of this out of the house." <laughs> Take your sugar elsewhere, baby. It's just in your house? Oh, yeah, just a bunch of loose sugar. <laughs> the guy that brought it to me, he just had it in a big cart, and he just dumped it through my window. <laughs> and uh, you know how it is. No. Oh, well, you will. You ever get into sugar business? All right, so how much is that? Oh, uh, what'd you get? You got a pizza cone? Yeah. Got three ice cream cone. You got a... a salad cone. Two salad cones. Oh, you got four of the ice cream cones. So Five. one more. Three's enough. Okay, fine. Okay. Three. Ugh. Anything for you, Gil boy? No, I'll have a salad cone. All right, that's six, I guess. Great. Six coins. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Billy eats all the salad cones. <laughs> all the cones in five minutes flat. An incredible achievement, to be sure. All right, so we head to the customs house. Okay, great. So you see uh, the customs place. Uh, you get there, it's sort of a long long one floor building that's right along the edge of the the like boardwalk where all the docks what that's ugly so i like it to be tall skinny. <laughs> what <laughs> i'm tired of flat boring buildings what crystal flat, bay is rocky and small uh-huh we have to have it long and skinny like a good old customs house so beautiful way where, better where would they keep the stuff what stuff? The stuff that the customs house deals with. Underground. <laughs> like oh. it's on rocks, so they've opened up 
under the rocks That's like caves. Not a bad idea. Uh, I can't believe I'm being overruled on architecture now. Sean, because that was lame. <laughs> okay, it's 150 feet tall, straight up, no. five feet wide. It's a bunch of crates stacked on top of no, each other. No, Sean, make it pretty. <laughs> oh my god! I don't want to play in an ugly thing. <laughs> it's just a building. I know. All right, it's what? It's a two floor house. It's four. Okay. Billy discerns realities. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this wow. Is, yeah, this is how we could overrule. This you. is what sugar bowls. Do. All right, I discern realities with. <laughs> yeah, Billy's cranky because the ice cream. Yeah, so, yeah. so much <laughs> with wisdom. Sugar. With wisdom, so I get eight, which means I succeed. You get one question. I don't need to ask questions. <laughs> so Billy, one oh second. God. Billy will ask a question after. So Billy's looking around and he's like, "I suppose this is the custom house, and it's a building." That is four stories tall and made of stone and there's beautiful windows and lampposts mm-hmm. made of the crystal mm-hmm. and stairs that lead up to double doors made of wood mm-hmm. and inlaid with crystal cutouts and above it says custom house. <laughs> and my question is... <laughs> What here is not what it appears to be. My authority is a GM. No. And then, <laughs> and then this is what you tell us about the caves underneath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I just get totally took over. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yep. Are you? <laughs> she shook her head. No. Yeah. Uh, I, this is cool though because it like they like because it's a port town. The customs like facilities would uh-huh. be really good because so much is coming in and going out mm-hmm. and it's a lot of like high value stuff totally so like maybe there's like a customs master who cool. like his office is on the top floor of yeah. this and he like is he lo- look there's uh what are they called? Telescope thingies? Periscope? Periscope, spyglasses? Spyglasses and periscopes. <laughs> There's periscopes, telescopes, and spyglasses There's everywhere. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Off the Every top wall. floor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what the crystal inlets are in the windows. They're actually magnifying, so you can just stand in front of it and look out. Oh. Wow, that's sick. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they're like scribes that line the walls, and they watch every direction, and they're like, oh... I can see the wind's pleasure coming in. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a picture of the old custom house, the ugly long building <laughs> that's yeah. sitting along the shore. <laughs> you dipshit. It's and there to remind them of what never to do again. <laughs> there's a plaque underneath about uh, the tragic, terrible architectural history of Crystal Bay before, like, the beautiful. Thank God for that in- tsunami. Intelligent. <laughs> architect who like redesigned the customs building came in just about how everything looked like a fucking piece of shit mm-hmm. i this is all written yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and right underneath that it continues that now the new customs house makes it much more complicated and much more involved for anyone to get in to find anything specific yeah. and to get the same thing out again without yep. being recognized who cares this town is about <laughs> style not content yeah. <laughs> Look, it says at the bottom of this uh, that the old engineer <laughs> killed himself while shitting himself to death. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. All right, so that's what you find. One yeah. person. Can't <laughs> Wait, you didn't answer. What here is what 
what here? Is he what here is not what it appears yeah. to be. Yeah. So this doesn't look like a fucking customs house at all. This is a palace. It's a fa- it's a one it's a one D facade, one dimensional facade, <laughs> and the wind blows and it falls down, <laughs> revealing a long, boring building. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh no, Jessica's leaving. She threw her headphones off. She threw a ring off. Oh no, she's divorcing me. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So that's the custom house. What? What here is not what it appears to Wait, be. Hold on, before you answer that, would it be better to ask what here is useful or valuable to me to no. try and find a way in and no. out? Okay, never mind. <laughs> so what here is Jesus not what Christ? You're so cranky since you ate that. <laughs> Imaginary ice cream. <laughs> I'm sorry. Out of control. Uh, so what here is not what it appears to be is in the flagstones of the street you see inlaid like thick crystal panels. Oh yeah. And uh, a couple of them you see lights glittering from underneath, and you realize that that probably means that there are storage rooms beneath the street. Oh, sick. Subterranean. Yeah. yeah. So that means that this custom house, because you're, you're like that doesn't seem like it's big enough to handle all the cargo that would be coming in and out of the city. And you're like, oh, it's because it's underneath us. So, guys, do you think we could maybe pop out one of these crystals and slide on in? Yeah, maybe. How, try. how much cover do we have from like the guards up front of the it, cu- customs house? None. It's right in front of you. It's you're right you're staring front. at the customs house. This is on like the, it's the boardwalk. So this is a pretty busy section of the city as well because mm-hmm. mm. it's like there's lots of bars. There's a lot of like really rough, busy bars because the sailors come in. They hit these bars. It's a lot of people that haven't been on shore for a while. Plus, it's the Coroneta. So there's just a lot of activity. It stinks down here. Yeah, but all of this activity might make this the perfect Mm -hmm. situation to cause a distraction. What if we pretend to be sailors? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. What's the plan here? I realize that we didn't actually talk about what your guys' plan was. We haven't come up with one. Okay. Is the Aimless Wanderer here? You have no idea where it is. But there's probably a... um, Registry. Yeah, registry of ships in the customs house for things that have come in and out of dock. So we need to see that registry. We need to find out where the aimless wanderer is. We also need to know like how heavily guarded it is. Yeah. yeah. Or we can probably figure that out when we get there. That's usually our plan, right? We just show up and we're like, this is a lot more than we expected. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back, guys. <laughs> we tell them we're coming back. <laughs> Don't nobody go nowhere. <laughs> Okay, just everyone hands up who has experience sailing. No hands go up. Oh, except Ving slowly <gasps> raised. Wait, you know how to sail? Eh. Oh. Do, they mean, s- do they sail in the frozen north or on the shores of the Great Forest? Yeah, I mean, it's ice sailing, but I think it's kind of the same thing. Oh, okay. Sick. What's ice sailing? Uh, it's a boat and it has big blades on the bottom and you use the thing around the frozen thing and you whip around. We have races, ice race. So That's cool. awesome. Did you ever compete in ice racing? Yes. <gasps> Did you win? No. Oh. <laughs> But I didn't want a wing. You won in spirit, though. Yes, I sure did. Nice. <laughs> was Ving like so good at ice racing, but like he would lose in an act of rebellion? Yeah. Like, oh my god. Oh, well, because the coolest. <laughs> uh, elves are known for being really good at that. Mm. Uh, but he, you know, he fights off all his elfdom. He's would, a self-loathing yeah. elf. Would he do a thing where he like beats all the elves to the finish line and then he stops before before the finish line and just gets out and walks away <laughs> while everyone else him. crosses it? <laughs> yeah. In the opposite direction. Yeah. No, nope, he never did that. <laughs> <laughs> That's, cool. That's a really cool idea, though. 
Well, yeah, this is a conversation that we're all having. <laughs> I really like ice racing, and I really like that Ving has this like past as an ice racer in the frozen north. Yeah, That's so like a cool. weird, spoiled brat foppish yeah. part of his like youth. That's a cool idea for a spout origins. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yes. Oh my god, uh, can we? Yeah. Yeah, we should do. Maybe that yes. could be this year's Christmas episode. Oh! Yes. Oh. So we know we know our plan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. Uh, we're oh, gonna, get into the customs house. We're gonna try, get into the customs house, try and find the registry. And we're find, pre- oh, sorry. We're and, pretending to be sailors. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. pretending to be sailors. Uh, we're gonna get in, pretend to need to use the registry, and then like just look up where the aimless wanderer is. Okay, so you're walking right through the front door. That's your plan. I I'm gonna stay behind. Okay. Yeah. Just to in case. Stay guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also just to take in the sights. Yeah, mm-hmm. we need a man on the outside. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Tuck and Ving walk up to the front door. Ahoy, matey. Mm-hmm. Hello. There's no. <laughs> Ahoy, well, matey. Uh, I, I, Ahoy, matey. And uh, there's two guards with, like, spears standing at the front, like, business and pleasure to meet you. State your business. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> they look at each other like, oh, my God. <laughs> we, too, are sailors. And we need to put our ship into the registry. Have you come into port? Yes. Yeah. All yeah. right. Head in. Head down the hall. Second door on the right. Thank you very much. Cool spears. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I like your pantaloons. Thank you. What's the name of that little hat you got there? Tri corner. Oh yeah. Because it's got tri corners. It looks really good on you. You not so much. <laughs> head inside, please. Okay. And you do, and it's a very uh. Bye bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Please go in. Okay, yeah, we're going. You head through the doors, and it's a very beautiful, like... Just one quick... Sorry, just... Mm-hmm. Which way is the bathroom? Sorry, the privy is for employees only. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So, sorry, the what? The privy. The what? The privy. <laughs> one more time. It's a hole in oh. the ground. It goes into the water. Okay. Gross. Okay. And you can't use it. Okay. Employees only. Okay. Go inside. Bye. Bye. And you go inside, and it's this like really nice, like burnished wood hallway. With- Are you guys hiring? I have to pee so bad. Mm. <laughs> and as you, you you go to walk in, and you turn around and say one more thing, and you're just staring at the tip of a spear. <laughs> oh, yep, enough said. Okay. Yeah, fair yep. enough. Okay. Cool hallway, nice. second on the right. A nice, beautiful wood hallway, old fixtures with crystal lamps inside. And uh, there's there's various lovingly rendered paintings of a long one-storied wooden building. <laughs> there's a, a mock-up under a, a plexiglass, you know, like yeah. a little uh, diorama of the old building. But they put it in a toilet <laughs> as a symbol of what is past and what should never pass again. Yeah. False flames coming up. It says, burn in hell, old building. <laughs> That you see a you see a little di- like off to the corner a little diorama of a family. There's like uh, there's a man and a woman and three children and they're both standing next to the building as it burns and they have their hands on their faces <laughs> and there's a little thing underneath that says the original architect of this building, Luger Fefman, was ruined following the destruction of his former building. He was never hired again as an architect and his family died destitute. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica's <laughs> so proud of herself. <laughs> and you continue down. And are you going to the second door on the right? Or are you fucking around in here? Well, the second door on the right is where the registry is, right? Let's go to yeah. the registry first. Yeah, let's go to the registry. You might have to fuck around. And then we'll fuck around. <laughs> All right. And you go in and there's a... Uh, Ahoy! 
and you hi there's a man <clears throat> ahoy there's a woman with little spectacles, like tiny little spectacles pinched on her nose, like pinch nez. Mm-hmm. So, and she's writing in this huge book. She's got a big, crazy feather that's like, it's actually, thing you notice, it's it looks like a very downy Thunderbird feather. Yeah. Oh. It's from their under fur. Yeah. It's, under feathers. It's, it's a lighter gray, like a rain cloud in, instead of a thunderstorm cloud. And it's just like billowing. It and shimmers. She's very proud of it. You can tell. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you're, you'll see like, a little bit of static crackled down it. Fuck oh, yeah. 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 Just so, static. Yeah. So cool. Uh, and she's running and she says, Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Crystal Bay Costumes House. What can I do for you? Hi there. Uh, we, we just came into port. We need to... Uh, um, Register our vessel, please. Yeah. Ah, very good. And she flips open to a new page and she says, Name of vessel? Colonel Mustard. She writes down <laughs> Colonel Mustard. <laughs> Purpose of visit? We're... Here for we're bringing in fine mustards. Yes, fine mustards. Mustard wasps. Mustard wasps. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are. We're gonna have to figure that out. They're a non-indigenous species. If any mustard wasps were to escape your cargo hold, sorry, they've been blended already. Ah, very good, very good. <laughs> she writes down uh, mustard wasps, and then in brackets, blended. She says, uh, "Donation of stay, a fortnight." Ah, one fortnight. Yeah, very good. Uh, and now I will just need you to to uh, to apply your signatures here and here. Okay. She spins it around, holds the book to the side, and kind of pushes it forward. And I sign Gerbo Willies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I grab the feather and get like a, a yeah, like <laughs> flashback. Yeah. And you, <gasps> what does he see? What does he see? What do you my, see? My hair swells up a little bit, a little crackle in my hair. Ooh. So no. I'll ask you, what do you see? Mm, I see um, an epic battle. Whoa. A big battle, talons clashing and huge clashes uh, uh, and huge thunderous uh, thunder. Oh my God. <laughs> clashes of clash. Uh, uh, spinning um, thunderbirds through the sky, causing a tornado with lightning. Boom, boom, boom. And feathers everywhere. And the, oh, this one after they like shoot across the sky mm. streaking this big tornado then this a big uh, downy feather falling down onto the beach and um a woman coming and picking it up wow fucking cool wow story it's like uh, the end of and the beginning of forrest gump oh it's yeah oh, yes. oh yeah he's got those goosebumps, goosebumps. yeah Ab- abdul might be sick actually <laughs> <laughs> oh jessica's got some goosebump please too uh, just uh, one <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got goosebumps. Yeah. Cool. Feel the prickles, though. Fuck yeah. Your vision flashes back, and you're staring into the eyes of this uh, middle-aged woman. Oh. Oh. And in his (laughs) eyes, you can see, like, little cracklies. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Oh, they leave little dark specks in my retinas. Oh. Yeah, and you've kind of got that after image, after, like, looking at a a bolt of lightning. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you sign? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Tambour. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Captain. And then he goes back and goes, Captain. <laughs> Captain Jeffrey Tambour. Yeah. Wonderful. Star of stage and screen, Jeffrey Tambour. Captain of the Colonel Mustard. <laughs> uh, she says, very good. Thank you very much. Now, the only matter is, of course, the docking fee. Oh, okay. We were told that we could waive it uh, if we promised uh, a portion of our earnings. To whom? 
Uh, the customs master, of course. You are speaking to the customs master. Hey. <laughs> Hello. What is your name? Yeah. My Wait. name is Madam Pufferton. Oh. <laughs> ah, yes. So, <laughs> yes. the mortgage fees. <laughs> right. The duration much? of stay is a fortnight, mm-hmm. which is 14 days. And the mortgage fee is five coins per day. Okay. That's... Okay. 70 coins. 70 coins. I Can we can we stay for like two days? Can we change it? <laughs> well, of course, if you stay for two days, the Colonel Mustard would be ejected from port at the end of those days. That's fine. Great. Fine On threat of impounding. Great. Wonderful. Where do you guys impound your ships? Uh, we send... Security personnel to secure the personnel. And then we move the ships eventually when we have time yes. to the customs dock, of course. That's Pier 49? Oh, uh, yes. Okay, cool. Was it just that dock out there, then? Yes, just behind me. The impound dock right there? Well, yeah, Vink, do you want to pay for two days? And then yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll just try and offload everything in two days. It's being a, a nickname of sorts. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like Sir. <laughs> It's yeah. a, it's you a, is a multiple personality disorder. All right. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers got to roll because you have been lying so much to Two, fight injured charisma. Seven, eight. Eight. Okay. She goes, ah, I believe I've begun to understand the situation. Mm. I am not adverse to dealing with smugglers and criminals. I just think there needs to be something in it for old Madame Puffington. I would be willing, of course, to waive the mortgage fee or any investigation of your so-called mustard wasps. Mm. Tuck just, he like exhales. He's like, (sighs) and he pulls his pants down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, please. (laughs) Turn your pantaloons to their previous position. Do what you want to (laughs) do. Oh, my God. Christ. Wait, this is a distraction. Okay. I like for Ving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a distraction because we want to look through the uh the, the registry, registry book uh-huh. and just get like the location of the aimless which, wanderer. Which dock it's on. And like yeah, wh- like where its cargo is and which dock it's on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what you think happens here? I want to roll to distract her with this enough so that Ving can like surreptitiously like whip through the book and get the information we need. Okay. Instead of what? just like being like, "We'll be right back," and then looking yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I chose. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's outside with his binoculars. Like there it is. Yeah. Hey, cut, to, cut to Billy. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, let's cut back. While while Tuck is like, <sighs> okay, we cut back to Billy. Billy's on the street. What's Billy up to? Billy has uh, wedged out the crystal piece from the sidewalk because he's small and no one notices him yeah you are gonna have to roll to like make it work though yeah um what do we think this would be i guess maybe tricks of the trade yeah um so billy pulls out his beautiful blue blanket Uh uh-huh um and just drapes it over himself oh right you have a camouflage thing yeah right okay yeah so he's just camouflaged as like a little lump of rock uh and yeah, so 2d6 plus dexterity, I think, for tricks of the trade to mm-hmm. cut out a proper section. Oof. Whoa. Holy so, shit. 
I got, of Monster. course, as usual, I got 13 <laughs> points. Wow. And what so I. So arrogant today. <laughs> I know. I'm I love really it. Shitty. No, I love it. It's a new energy being brought to Fat Billy. And so, what Billy does is he uses like the little the pick mm-hmm. in his hair, and with his little fingers, he wedges the the crystal out of the sidewalk mm-hmm. and he just squeezes himself in. He's like, <laughs> and then pops back down. He shits while it's happening. Yeah, a little bit, but it's just, it's small and it's just in his underwear. And then, <laughs> so it's fine. Everyone. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> That's where that shit goes. And uh, the crystal piece just plops back into place. So then Billy pops out underneath this crystal panel and he lands on a wooden crate. Yeah. Um, it's a big pile that I'm on. And, yes. Uh, I look around. It's a big warehouse mm-hmm. full of crates, bottles, casks, and I climb down. Is there anyone in the room? You hear like bootsteps, but there's no one nearby. You can see like, the light from torches and lanterns in various parts of this very wide open room it's got pillars spaced out evenly to keep the roof up yeah and there's people down here i was thinking the goods are kind of like collected together with banding around them with the name of the ship oh Oh, yeah yeah. can i tell you what i imagined the warehouse to look like yeah of course so um the warehouses are all in a line and it's just along the shoreline Mm -hmm. so the ship unloads directly into the warehouse and there's like yeah it looks like a squat flat like long buildings. <laughs> 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 Made of a boring brown wood. <laughs> They've carved each room. It took a lot of work. They really could have done it cheaper, but they carved each warehouse room out of the rock yeah. and have left a wide ledge for cargo and people to walk. And it is not a flat building. It is a beautifully crafted as if dwarves did it themselves. They call it a warehouse. <laughs> I like that. Just this Jessica's using her like superior like visual imagination to flex on us so hard. <laughs> I'm flexing really hard. Yeah, I do like the idea that the ships can just back into like right against the opening oh, of the yeah, warehouse. That's, so that's a cool, cool yeah. idea. Um. So, uh, yeah, Billy's looking around. And he can't read anything. Uh. Um. So he's just like. I don't know what any of this is. So he he's remembering the letters. He remembers Rub-a-Dub-Dub in the Tub of Love. And he's trying to find like those letters and other things. And he's, he's like peeking in and he sees stuff. Yeah, you're going to have to roll to find the crate because this is a big warehouse. Yeah. So this will be a discern realities probably. All right. He's like, meh, meh, meh. 2d6 Come plus wisdom. Me. He fails. It's six. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, well, you mark a point of experience for failing. And uh, you are standing in front of this box being like, cut, like trying, focusing so hard on reading like M E. Okay. I know what those two are. You realize that you're so focused. And then right behind you, there's torchlight. <gasps> you turn around and there's this like jackbooted dude. That's just like, what are you doing down here? Uh, and he grabs you. Oh no, it's Jack boot. <laughs> <laughs> You've just run a file of customs officer, Jack boot. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, yeah, and then cut to uh, Tuck and Ving. Ving jumps behind the counter and covers her eyes and is like, Tuck, what are you doing? Pull your pants up. And is reading over his shoulder looking at the registry. Okay, yeah. Tuck was going to roll to distract. Oh, yeah. So that'll be the roll. And if he can pull off the distraction, then you can pull off finding the registry. He can pull off his pants. So this is what... Cur- They're around my ankles right now. <laughs> Defy danger. He's just whipping it around like a lasso. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I'm apologizing to our listeners. This is... 
foul what I'm doing. <laughs> foul. But, but yet, I do it still. <laughs> it's because it makes sense to the character, everybody. Oh that God. you created. Six plus? Uh, charisma. Charisma. So, seven, eight. Okay, so here's what happens. Ving jumps behind the counter and covers uh, Mad- the madam's eyes. Yes. He was like, I'm so sorry about my friend. I can't believe that he's doing this. And you're peeking at the registry. And, She's uh, looking through the crystal hand. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, like, ooh, la, la. <laughs> and you do see a na- the name of a ship called the Aimless Wanderer. Mm-hmm. And you see it said Pier 49, Dock 13. And then it was crossed out. Uh-huh. And right next to it, it sa- now it says for auction. Oh. <gasps> It said that it was in the pier, but now it's apparently been moved to some sort of auction facility. Okay. He takes uh, hands off. Pull pull your pants off, for cripe's sake. I pull my pants off. (laughs) She's a woman, a madam. I'm sorry. I thought that was what you were hinting at that you wanted from me. (sighs) Did the Mechalees have a heck of a a barter system? I I never. I am am merely a corrupt customs official. I'm not a monster. (laughs) You are most certainly not. Now, I must insist that you either pay me my required bribe yes, or you yes, of get here. out of my face. Okay, well, okay. okay here, here's, here's your, bribe. your bribe. Okay, and I'll, uh, our ship is in, uh, in ill repair. It is hardly a sound vessel. Do you know, is there a, 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 an auction, a ship auction around here? Do you have, as he's counting through the money and handing her the money? Yeah, so how much are you, you giving her? What was it? Ten coins. Ten. For yeah. the two days. Yeah, for two days. And she says, well, I mean, this bag is feeling a little light. Perhaps for okay. a, a ducket or two more, I could give you the information. <laughs> Would you take two more coins? These are gold. That is true. <laughs> all of the money is gold. Clink, 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 clink. <laughs> yeah, clink. All, all money in the principalities we've established is made of gold. Oh, my God. Bites it. Mm. Don't. What? That's my bribe. Get it out of your filthy mouth. <laughs> She says, yes, okay, well, I shouldn't be telling you this, but as I am corrupt, there's an auction tomorrow at 12 noon for various vessels that have been confiscated by the militia Mm. over the last uh, uh, fortnight or so. Mm. And we will be making back some of the money that we have lost having to staff this place constantly due to the the duration of the sunset. Okay, is there a place we can go and, like, check out the vessels before the auction? Mm, The vessels... Like a show area? Viewing. Yeah, viewing area? Yes, that could... I suppose you could go look if you'd like, but they are under incredibly stiff guard. How stiff are they right now? <laughs> he says, stiff leaning on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> she, she winks at you and says, I don't think I have to tell you. <laughs> she says, the auction house can be found at the other end of the bay. At a Pier 1. Imports. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> now... Now, please uh, leave. Sure. Can I use a head for a second? Get out. Bye bye. <laughs> and uh, you guys head back outside. And- uh, well, as we're going out, we're just trying different doors to see which one is the bathroom. Because we've been blocked <laughs> enough times that we're like, what are they hiding in there? <laughs> These people are corrupt as fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah, the bathroom's got to be like some magic place. Oh, here it is. Yeah. It's just a hole, and it goes right down into the water. <laughs> Uh, and we're like, hello, and cut, we cut, we cut to Billy and the customs officer that has him by his cape. And he's uh, like, what are you doing down here? You little rascal. Mm-hmm. We don't take too kindly to thieves in Crystal Bay. 
and you hear from like basically right behind you, there's an opening that goes to the ships that usually back in uh-huh. and you hear Tuck and Ving going, hello. <laughs> and I think that's where we're going to end it for this week. Uh, my name is Sean O'Hara. I've been your game master. Uh, with me as always playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian Abdul Aziz. Goodbye. Playing Ving, the half elf druid. Paul Oppers. Bye-bye. Playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Bye. Thanks to Aaron Reed for our intro and outro music. Thanks to Wes for all the technical work. Thanks to Abdul for editing. Thanks to our Patreon supporters for supporting us on Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash speltlore or speltlore.com slash money, please. And uh, thank you to Adam Coble and Sage Latour for creating Dungeon World for us to play. You can find that online by searching Dungeon World. Uh, And thank you so much to all of you for listening. We'll see you next time. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3 Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be Let